Welcome to Insights for Manufacturing, the podcast that supports the UK manufacturing sector. Hosted by Jeff Beecham, the manufacturer's recruiter. Welcome to Insights for Manufacturing. We're here for another episode of the podcast, and today I'm joined by my special guest, Stuart Brooks, who is the founder and managing director of Blackbird Communications. And uh, I met Stuart back at one of the exhibitions at the NEC recently. I think it was Advanced Engineering. Was. How are you, Stuart? I'm good, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a while ago now, doesn't it? But uh, yeah. good to meet you, and thanks very much for the invitation. No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. So straight off the bat, I, I wanted to find out, you know, how you got into the work that you do, because I, I know you you don't just support manufacturing as engineering and specifically automotive and aerospace and construction yeah. and other things as well. What was your inspiration for focusing on communications and PR uh, in the first place? And then why did you hone in on manufacturing? Well, long time ago, I did a degree <laughs> At Leeds University. It was one of the first in the country, actually, back in the late 80s. Okay. Um, which kind of focused on the whole world of uh, media and public relations in particular. And um, so I kind of started my journey, if you like, back then. Um, and what really appealed to me was that I did two industrial placements during my three year degree. And that really set me on the path. Um, to a career in public relations and that's sort of over 30 years now both um in-house yeah working uh for companies in those sectors that you outlined and uh also an agency um and it was in 2008 that i decided to launch my own business right in the height of the financial crisis yes um, which which I thought was going to be an incredible challenge because no one would have any money yeah. or would be um, under pressure not to spend it. But actually, what I discovered was that, particularly in the manufacturing space where, where we have a lot of clients now, was that there was this desire to get visibility mm. in the marketplace Um for work that they were doing um because quite often in this country we, we perception is that we you know the uk has sort of gone backwards in terms of manufacturing but in, in actual fact as you know manufacturing is still the one of the key um exports of this for the country but we're not that good at shouting about it yeah so it was my um my aspiration and ambition to do something about that. So that's kind of how I, I, I sort of got into it. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess, you know, manufacturing is, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a complex industry sector. Um, lots of different processes, methodologies, materials, plant equipment. How do you, cause it's your job to, get the right message across in the right mediums and obviously at mm. the right time for the right reasons and all the rest of it. But how do you, how do you make sense of what, what the overall customer expectations might be? They, they want to get the word out about something. It might be a new project or a new factory or, or you know, yeah. standard services. How do you make that into, you know, cause you're going to package up 
what the client are doing, what they want to say, mm. where where's the where's the sort of magic that sort of binds all of that together? You know, uh, you know, I'm not asking you to give away all your secrets, of course, but <laughs> um, you know, manufacturing. If if you're not if you're not from manufacturing, I think most people would see a lot of um what people would write and talk about as as jargon and they probably wouldn't understand a lot of it yeah but if you're already in the sector and you're trying to market to other manufacturing businesses or align mm. businesses then there would be um a typical sort of language or terminologies that you would you that you would use yeah but your role is all about packaging up the information in a in a vibrant and exciting and you know usually positive way yeah how do you go about that because there's there's so much technology and systems and processes involved mm. how do you simplify all of that for either you know an editorial or a or a mm. video piece whatever it might be yeah i mean it's a it's a great question jeff um and it's obviously at the, at the core of of what we do as public relations professionals the world is so noisy <laughs> these days with so many channels yeah 24 7 you know constant constant it's, it, it needs to be fed constantly editors need to fill news pages they need to fill news feeds online there's yeah. the social media phenomenon so tapping into that and trying to cut through on behalf of a client um is something that is our our bread and butter yeah and you what you have to do is is you have to balance the needs of the client <clears throat> with the needs of the channel and the audience so you need to be in a position where you can make your message count yeah and and, and get the eyeballs by uh, articulating that in such a way that it's going to be of interest to the audience and it's yeah. it, and and the journalist or and the channel is going to want that content presented to its audience so the conversations we have with clients are all around right how are we going to package as you say package this particular message to this particular audience and that includes timing yeah. Uh, what else is going on in the, in in the marketplace at the time? You know, so it's there's potentially no conflict. So all of these sort of factors we need to take into consideration, and it's as much about saying to a client, "Well, I suggest that we do it this way because we'll get more. We think we'll get more traction." Yeah. Than doing it that way. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, the bottom line is. You have to make everything that you do count. Yeah. There's no point expending a lot of effort and resource in putting a message to the market that doesn't create the desired results. So yeah. this is all part of what we what we do. We advise clients. We get the angle right. That's gonna that's gonna appeal to an editor. We may even before we even put pen to paper, as it were, or finger to keep keyboard we may well uh, sound out particular key contacts within the media and say look we're, we're we put we want to put some content together for your channel what do you think about this idea 
and and and, and get their input yeah and say well yeah that sounds great perhaps if you could frame it in such and such a way that's really going to um appeal to our audience we may have a feature coming up yeah so right we really want to tap into that so it's being abreast of all those things yeah being it's just having all of those um plates spinning if you like um and clients will look to us to say well you know what's coming up on the radar of 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 our preferred uh, media outlets you know is there a feature we need to be in is there a report coming out that we need to comment on um is there an industry event happening um that we're going to be attending maybe we could make an announcement there and just leverage some of those things mm. um to get to get maximum exposure so there's a lot going on there i i i, I sort of in, in my own sort of weird sort of way i i liken to what you're describing a little bit to a form of alchemy because you you've you've got a number of different ingredients that have to be put together sometimes yeah. maybe distilled it's got to be exciting you've got to send out the right message the right flavor timings really key but yeah. also um i guess there's quite a lot of research that you would that you would have to do as, as you say keeping your ear to the the ground yeah. you know with the with the whether it's the, the, the different social channels um magazines yeah um trade magazine websites whatever it might be it's not just the i think i think pr and comms if you're not in that mm. it's misunderstood sometimes because i think many people it, from yeah. outside of your sector would see it simply as somebody who's making the the right words look good but it's it's yeah. not about that it's you know you've got the, the client will only give you probably i don't know what half of what you might need to know and then you've got to really come up with um other oh, you need to, yeah i mean knowing your industry and knowing the subject is is crucial and blackbird has built up because we operated specific sectors of both experience and interest yeah you know, we are we are a niche agency and manufacturing is one of the sectors that we've spent a lot of time investing in our own research our own building our own network of contacts finding out about particular subjects yeah um and i think that's that's very important because you you mentioned about uh, pr as as being something that is can be misunderstood and i, I think <clears throat> a lot of people confuse it with advertising yes they they just say oh, it's another it's just another form of uh, of advertising um the way that I like to to um, describe it is that it's it's about managing reputation. You know, placing an advert is a great signpost towards a particular product or service that your company, but it's very one dimensional. Yeah. With public relations, it's a process that happens um, over a period of time, which involves sustained communication to messages that you you want to remain in control of yeah and get in front of people who are you are trying to communicate with so that's that that that's the uh that's the skill of it so one thing that your um viewers may be interested in uh, and we direct pros prospective clients 
to is on our on our YouTube channel via our website. There is a video which we put together to distinguish between uh, PR and advertising. So, if you've got a you've got a spare um, couple of minutes, we we frame in there about the differences. Um, yeah. And the point I made about um, reputation, and there was a there's a there's a very, very good um, quote, esteemed American investor you we will have heard of called Warren Buffett. I have indeed, yes. Uh, I've done some recruitment for one of his firms. Yeah, exactly. So known as the Sage of Omaha, yeah. now now in his nineties. Yeah. Um, but he 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 once said that. Uh, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to lose it. Yeah. And uh, he's absolutely right. And that, that has happened over um, the last, well, certainly the last year, we've seen some quite big high profile failures um, of companies that for whatever reason have, have mismanaged their reputation and gone spectacularly wrong. Mm. Um, and it's the way they deal with it from yeah. a PR perspective, can make or break a company. So you're helping to, to build the brand, but sustain it and and Correct. uphold that rep that reputation in the market as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not just about that's not just about paying for an advert. I mean advertising is 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 part of our um toolkit. Yeah. If you like, in terms of uh, digital branding in particular. And how we how we work with clients to, to take that to market, but public relations is a is a very different discipline, and one yeah. which I think sometimes is undervalued. Yeah, um, but we're 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 doing what we can to ch change those perceptions, um, and getting great results for clients. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And businesses like like what you're involved in, um, because the the knock-on effect of the quality of your work, very much like what I do in executive search, uh, there's there's very, very little room, if any, for failure. Um, mm. Sometimes you can be, you know, I might be hiring or recruiting, helping a business to recruit um, an executive that might be business critical to the organization. The same mm. as with some of the stories, product launches, um, what, whatever the news is or what, whatever you're articulating for your clients. Mm. If it's not done the right way in the right time to the right places, it's not just about, yeah. well, that's money that that client has spent that hasn't really hit the mark. It could be quite damaging as well. So businesses mm. like yours do not last as long as yours has. I think you were founded, yeah, 2008, 2009. 2008, yeah. You'd so very soon go out of business um, if you weren't at the top of your game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's about finding your niche. Yeah. Um. I I, th I think it's really really important. There's a lot of generalist type agencies out there that will yeah. say claim that they work for companies across the whole the whole spectrum, but um, what their relationships are like in terms of client long longevity, 
I don't know, we take a lot of pride in working with clients on a very long term basis because yeah. they 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 trust us um, to manage their PR and comms. And, and we become uh, an extension of the business, if you like. They look to yeah. us for strategic uh, input uh, and counsel on um, certain matters that that may have a bearing on their reputation in the market. Yeah. You know, so there's 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 that's all part of a long term strategic partnership, you know, rather than oh please please just put together a press release about this particular subject. It's more than that. You know, yeah. we we may well say to them, um, we don't think necessarily a press release is is right for this announcement it may be that we do set up an exclusive for example with a with a media channel yeah so you know they look to us for our expertise in delivering the right um the right message at the right time to the right audience yeah and that you know that takes time to build up um so you know we as i say we we've built up our client base within the manufacturing space probably over the last um eight or nine years yeah uh having started blackbird within specifically within automotive uh you know we're, we're now supporting very big companies um and smaller businesses as well yep um that see the value of public relations to the bottom line yeah you know, helping engage and having conversations with uh, the industry and um, their own customers. Yeah. I like what you said earlier. The, the, the one key word stood out head and shoulders above anything else. It was all important, but the word trust, if you've got that, and your clients have to trust what you're doing. You know, the, yeah. the, the future of their business could well at times be in your hands uh, for different yeah. reasons. So, uh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 when you're kind of the mouthpiece of the business um, to the wider public, um, and that's become even more important with the rise in social media. We manage an awful lot of social media accounts for clients, you know, um, some of whom, you know, they started off with it becoming a something that the IT department did during their lunch break yeah you know how times how times have changed you know it, it it's it's a everything that is said from a company into the public domain be it on instagram or facebook or or or, or linkedin that messaging needs to be consistent yeah across all platforms uh and it's how you you respond to those messages you know if you you get questions coming back from consumers you need to respond quickly yeah. and appropriately and really that that is the role of a communications professional yeah you know which i think companies now they 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 know how valuable their reputations are in in the market i think i i think a lot a lot of work has been done and a lot of realization has happened particularly within manufacturing about, about the importance of reputation yeah and that's a really interesting point because I, I guess no matter whether you've got products or services 
um, you might have great cash flow. You might have great cash reserves. You might have, you know, a great culture within the business. Mm. Um, you might be quick to market with your with with your products or services. Your quality might be out of this world. Um, but all of that pales into insignificance. Even if you are a hugely successful business, if you lose the trust of your current customers or your prospective customers and you lose your reputation it's all gone Mm, mm. um so i'm really pleased that reputation that you know and in particular you know with manufacturing it's it's probably as important as as all of those other facets i I think Mm. you know all businesses have to look at these things holistically now and you know reputation it used to be an afterthought or a well we'll be okay because we're doing everything right yeah um but sometimes outside influences can can dent your reputation mm. or, or can mm. cause circumstances where yeah the the un mm. the unforeseen can happen so um yeah yeah i, I mean no business is completely infallible and things may happen outside of their control which as you say has a bearing on reputation but it's how it's how you respond to that sure that you will ultimately be measured yeah you know what's the speed of your response what is the um the tone of your response are you in control of the messaging and and one thing that we um one thing i learned fairly on in my pr career was um the argument surrounding no comment <laughs> and uh you know yeah so if you don't like if you don't like something it's no comment we're not saying we're not saying anything but even by saying no comment you are making a comment you are saying no comment which for many people these days will say i've got i can't be bothered um i've got something to hide yep i'm lying um so the public you know will make up their own mind and interpret that response or i don't understand so so even if you don't like the subject matter or you know you're you're in the frame for something you 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 have to give a measured response which which could be something as simple as we are aware of the situation we are we are gathering all of the facts and we are working with the um, the parties who are related and we will be issuing further information um, as soon as we're able. But we are in we are managing the situation. Yeah, just re- reaffirm that your company is in control. Yeah, because otherwise people will, will um, make their own mind up. And the story will go out of your control very quickly. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking that, that no comment. It's 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 two two small words can quite easily yeah. uh, morph into a feeding frenzy, couldn't it? Oh yeah, and it has <laughs> when you don't want it to. You know, we could spend a whole podcast talking about examples of where it, it's it, it's gone south. Yeah, for household names. Yeah, with huge marketing resources at their disposal. Uh, and no doubt highly paid advisors whoever they may be um and uh within within 24 hours it's gone it's gone wrong yeah 
And that when it starts down that path, it's very, very difficult to get it back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, you ha you do have to be uh, on your A game. Um, the bigger the brand you are, obviously, the more influence generally you will hold. Um, so you can never underestimate the power of public relations. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it comes to manufacturing businesses in, in particular, manufacturing and engineering businesses, mm. um, at the moment, are, are there any sort of specific trends or innovations in PR strategies that you that you think of, you know, prominently promising for, you know, for manufacturers who, who are really looking to to enhance their outreach? Well, <clears throat> absolutely. Social media. Yep. You know, I think for many years, social media was seen the preserve of after hours. You know, it's what you did when you you got home, you know, and you checked out what's going on, on with your friends on Facebook or whatever. Social media now is an extremely powerful business tool um, and forms quite a large part of what uh, what we do at Blackbird. Yeah. Um, in managing multiple social channels um but i think that the um the fundamental value that you get from those is choosing wisely being able to choose wisely uh, and appropriately for your business not every channel is applicable to a business audience yeah you know we find uh, particularly in the sectors that we operate um, manufacturing engineering uh, aerospace automotive etc linkedin has found itself to be the most powerful yeah. channel in, in terms of yeah. building building engagement um and and building followers who have a vested interest in that particular sector um and the beauty of that is obviously you can track how well you're doing you know with quite sophisticated analytics yeah so social media very powerful instagram is becoming um a lot more prominent uh from a business perspective in the fact that using photography so yes great to show you know what you're doing from the factory floor even you know yep. products processes and there's a lot more interest in that um and video we actively advocate the benefit of video um and that's that, that's not just about you know long form corporate videos i think those i think those days are probably um <clears throat> over in terms yeah. of we 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 absolutely must have a 5 minute corporate video you know those days those days are long gone um short form video is something that we do a lot of work on in terms of creating for example explainer videos uh about a particular product or service <clears throat> uh -huh. um that can hold the attention for 30 seconds or so that's really all you need yeah short and punchy yeah yeah get you know get get your message across use some graphics and this does not need to be a time consuming or expensive process with the tools available to us now and the expertise we have on on um uh, content design yeah um and the use of the platforms we can turn them around very quickly and they get good results because they you know they're interesting to watch 
you have a senior member of the team um, or, or, or someone representing the, the company who's competent in front of the camera can do some great work. Yeah. And it just keeps people in touch with what's going on in your, in your company. So those definitely social media and video um two trends which i think you know manufacturing can really you know grasp the nettle on and 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 develop in 2024 yeah awesome and it's uh yeah thank goodness we have sort of uh gone pretty extensively digital these days haven't we you know most comms these days are digital i can't remember the last time i wrote a letter um it's it's all (laughs) it's all digital isn't it and I suppose with the with the rise of smartphones as well, um, you know, I, I record some of my content on a on a smartphone. Sometimes it's on Zoom. Sometimes it's uh, you know in in other ways. But uh, yeah, the getting video is just becoming so much more accessible. Um, so a lot of the smaller businesses can you know get out into the factory with their smartphone and a tripod. Well, yeah. Or- I mean, this is this this is just such a powerful yeah. tool now with the camera yeah. technology yeah. Uh, in your smartphone. I mean, you know, you don't necessarily even need a tripod. I mean, you know, you can you can do some great videos very very quickly and then yeah. edit them on um, any any number of um, apps that you can do. Um, yeah. You mentioned about digital. <clears throat> which is absolutely true, but we mustn't forget that there is still a market for long form. So offline printed publications, because we, so much of what we consume is digital. Yeah. There has been a bounce back in um, print publications in recent years. You know, there was a, at one point from our perspective, we thought that, a number of publishers would actually ditch their traditional offering altogether. And some yeah. some have in certain sectors, they've gone digital only magazines, but in other sectors, um, print magazines are very uh, healthy. They've come, they've yeah. come back because they've said, look, our customers just see everything um, on online. Their attention is constantly being, pulled in different directions yeah they can read a publication on their terms at their leisure to find out and it's almost you know a form of relaxation you know you can just kick back with a coffee and yeah train or on an evening or whatever and and just catch up with the news read about your company in the pages of a um, respected industry journal yeah it's been half an hour not being bombarded with um emails or um you know other things so yeah there's a lot to be said we think for for having the opportunity to to be seen across multiple multiple channels yeah we're all a little bit advanced engineering how many magazines were there being handed out oh wow yeah well lost count probably at least 20 yeah yeah my count by my count are we all a little bit digital or certainly screen fatigued? I know it probably got worse during COVID for yeah. obvious reasons, but um, digital's slick, it's fast, it's instant. 
yeah as you say if you've got a screen on you're trying to read an article on a, on a uh, trade Ooh. magazine web page and then you've got emails or in, intranet pop-ups instant messages from your business or whatever yeah. it's it, yeah it's not the same i think uh, and people do like to sort of touch and feel either a book I, i've yeah. never had a kindle i've, ne- I've never taken to it but i do like reading yeah. and I'll, I'll read yeah. a, a good i'll buy a good book yeah. and i'll enjoy reading the book and I, I don't throw them away or give them away i always keep my books yeah. up because i will go back to them and it's just something a little bit special about a book or a magazine so i'm, I'm pleased to, to hear I, I wasn't aware actually that there's been a, a resurgence i thought it was yeah. just a continuation of that gradual particularly decline in, particularly in business to business jeff yeah a, a, a lot of um consumer magazines perhaps with higher cost bases have have suffered mm. but business to business um there there has been that a resurgence in in certain set because they're and that's led by the um the customer yeah you know industries saying well we you know we we'd like to see it back in print yeah you know when are you coming back and um you know it's obviously a commercial decision for a publisher because of the cost of print um but um it, it's great from a pr perspective because we obviously have those um multiple channels um for us you know to, to they've got to fill those they've got to fill those pages yeah um but journalists generally are very time poor very time poor these days and they don't have four or five journalists per title it might be a a publisher and an editor and maybe a a freelance contract writer um and between them they've got to fill 50 pages a month yeah that's a lot of content so yeah. they will look they will look to the market to provide them with um very good quality content that their readers want to see um and ultimately that will fall on people like us at black yeah, you know, yeah. Um, to deliver that content what what do you think are the the, the, the next sort of big challenges um, and opportunities in PR for the manufacturing industry? Anything sort of specific? Yeah, there's there's a quite there's quite a few. Okay, um, I made a bit I made a bit of a made a bit of a list. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, but I think these I think these are all really going to be on the radar for for twenty twenty four. So you have. Um, energy yeah in particular energy saving uh and the move to renewables yeah that would be one uh light weighting is a particular particularly in aerospace and automotive yeah light weighting of vehicles light weighting of airframes um uh, use of lighter weight materials particularly uh, carbon fiber and composite yeah those are very very um on trend at the moment uh um the human investment with a particular focus on skills and training and getting hold of uh, qualified staff yeah it's um, on the radar massively on the radar for for now and and for next year, I often hear from clients that the two biggest challenges at the moment are people and parts. Yeah. 
the two P's, people and parts, pressures on the supply chain uh, as, a, as an ongoing um, consequence of conflict um, and even COVID. But, you know, those challenges have, have need to be found, have need to be addressed and solutions yeah. found, but that does yeah. take time. Um, so there's the human um, smart factory is another okay. big trend and the switch to or the transition to digital digitalization within the factory environment yeah so full connectivity of the production line um so uh full traceability of tools you don't use on the production line that's something that one of our biggest clients atlas copco uh, industrial tools and solutions um, heavily into and at the forefront um, of the sector in that regard. We're working very closely with them on, on that particular message, okay. journey, journey to the smart factory. Yeah. Um, and of course, sustainability is a watchword within manufacturing, which can encompass yeah. quite a few of the other things that I've said. Yeah. Um, but it's how you make... You know, you know how how are we making manufacturing um, greener in the run up to net zero? You know the the agenda for decarbonisation by twenty fifty. Yeah, um, it's a big so ask, a isn't of, it? Lots of work lot of going work. on. Yeah, yeah, a lot of work, a lot of a lot of challenge. Yeah, a lot of obstacles to overcome. But manufacturing, you know, has has is on that journey. You know, companies are grasping with those challenges. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it, it's something that us as PR professionals can can support them with. You know, how how we communicating the messages about the achievements that you're making in those areas. Yeah. You know, to give confidence to customers, to give confidence to stakeholders and policymakers. That yes, your business is contributing um, in that way towards decarbonisation. Yeah. Um, while still delivering a premium service. Uh, it's to important to keep talking it up, isn't it? Well, it's not going to go away, Jeff, is it? I mean, it's uh, this no, is the direction of travel, you know, globally. Um, and the UK has always been a trailblazer in manufacturing. Yeah. Um, and we need to continue that because the world is, as you know, is just so competitive these days. Yeah. Um, but I think we're, you know, we're, we've, we've got the opportunity to do that and um, telling the story and getting the message right is a crucial part of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, have you, um, have you got a, a sort of if i ask you for one single piece of advice uh not necessarily as a quick fix but is, is there a a piece of advice that you could give to a manufacturing leader or bunch of manufacturing leaders who are looking to improve their their company's pr strategies what what would be number one on the on, on your agenda to sort of try and point them in the right direction well i think um fundamentally un understanding about what you believe the reputation of your business is 
in your marketplace you know look yeah. in look in the mirror and and you know where where are we in the market and you can do that by you know talking to some of your customers you know a lot yep. of businesses do do customer surveys and yep. say look honestly uh give us an appraisal of how we do and um you know for impartiality some companies spend a fair amount of money bringing in third parties to do it yes so there's there's there's, there's not any sort of bias it's done from a level a point of a level and you know and you and you have you have these um these big apps now like uh trust pilot and yeah and the like um that companies have front and center on their website because it's uh transparency yeah so i i would say you know try and understand what your current reputation is and then as a piece of advice you know if, if you need support on that have a conversation with uh, a respected um pr agency who understands your world yeah who practices in your industry and and has um a track record in delivering for clients in in in, in your space yeah you know um I think there'd be a lot to be gained from that and just have you know just having a, an honest opinion and a, and a conversation yeah. with someone who understands the challenges that you you might have um because some some companies you know they might be frustrated by the fact that they can't get their message to market or they're not getting the traction that they want yep and there may be a number of different reasons reasons for that um so we can you know we can we can we can certainly help we can certainly help and and, and always happy to have conversations yeah with with companies who may be you know having a rethink about how they take their business to market yeah from a comms perspective important that you've mentioned transparency as well i mean throughout businesses and particularly at leadership level if you're not occasionally looking in the mirror are you actually operating in the real world day to day in your business? You know, if you're just in that, uh, all businesses are busy. You've got profits to make. You've got shareholders to keep happy. You've got to keep people in their jobs, deadlines yeah. to meet. Get all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. But if the reality is somewhat skewed from your perception of reality, and that might be because you just don't look at it enough, but it might be that sometimes egos can can come into to, to these things as well you know um mm -hmm. so basically do an analysis of your own business find out properly where where you're sat in the market talk to your customers um yeah and then that gives you a good starting point to move forward from doesn't it and that's that's yeah. obviously where you come in at that point yeah okay. yeah it's easy to find that information out now when you've got yeah lots of different review platforms um so you can find out what your customers um are thinking about your business because they're if they're happy to to put a comment in public on a yep. platform you know it's there for the world to see and it's and it's there for perpetuity generally, generally um if it passes all of the the test for propriety and, and everything that that won't be erased 
Yeah. And people yeah. will people may base their judgments on doing business with your company on people with uh, that they've never met or never spoken yeah. to just from an online review. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's how it's how you respond to that, both positively and negative. If there's if there's negative comments, how you how you would manage that. Yeah. That is Absolutely. often how you're measured as a business. Well, uh, Stuart, it's it's been a fantastic conversation today. I, you know, I've enjoyed talking to you about how you're helping UK manufacturing and engineering uh, with with their PR and comms. I've certainly got some takeaways myself as well. It's been it's been really insightful. Hence, why I've invited you on in the first place. Um, so, thanks for thanks for coming on. One last question: How can people get in contact with you at, at Blackbird Communications um, about their PR and communications? Well, thanks very much, Jeff, uh, for having me on. Um, Welcome. You know, great, great speaking with you, and um, yeah, I think we've covered quite a lot of ground there uh today so thanks again for the opportunity if people want to um get in touch they can find me on linkedin Stuart okay. brooks um or they visit blackboatcommunications.co.uk is our is our website and you can see corporate case studies of how we've helped um companies in those sectors um and uh, yeah always happy to book in a 30 minute discovery call um with anyone who's interested in just finding out how we might add value to their to their business um from a pr and communications point of view so um i hope that's been useful it has it's been it's been brilliant well thank you once again so that wraps up today's episode uh hope the viewers and listeners I've enjoyed the show. Thanks again to Stuart Brooks from Blackbird Communications. And we'll see you next time on another episode of Insights for Manufacturing. Thanks very much and bye-bye.